We like stuff, and so should you. Let's try and say it at the same time. This is the the show where we talk about things and stuff that we like and we hope you like too. <laughs> you were reiterating our intro. I just wanted to say new things. I was saying new things. Our whole title is what you just said. Hello, I'm Brendan. <laughs> and I'm Mel. And we're here to talk about things we like. And we hope you like them too. I'll say it once and I'll say it again. And I'll say it a third time. We like to talk about stuff we like. We hope you like it too. You've been doing that quite a bit. That's nice. Just turning songs out of nothing. Yeah. I like turning songs out of nothing. Yeah. Gets me really anxious to try and be creative in front of people, even you. So it's like, every time you do it, I'm like, this is great. And no one can see because obviously this is an audio medium. My eyes went wide. <laughs> um, so. Oh yeah, this is our. So. This yeah, is this our is. Sh- no. Oh. oh I was just gonna. I was just gonna say this is our weekly update uh, of uh, of Animal Crossing. I was gonna say before that. Okay. This is our special from home quarantine. This is broad- the f- broadcast. 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 We clearly no no no. This is our special quarantine broadcast um, that you only get if you listen to this. This is the third week of us being alone at home doing this at home. Um, so you're getting the special broadcast version. Um, everybody else, when they hear it on the radio, will get the broadcast. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> continue on literally um i will say this as a precursor to this is that time has been flying by um i don't know what day it is ever i don't know what time it is see that's that's a that's a you problem i always know what day and time it is because i got stuff to do in animal crossing and i need to know what it's almost seven o'clock we're it's 6 55 i'm about to go into tarantula territory and i'm missing out to do this radio show very fair. The time is important. Today is Saturday. Tomorrow is Sunday. That's when the stock market, stock with an S-T-A-L-K, opens up. I need to buy $700,000 worth of turnips and make that profit sometime this week. I know exactly what day and time it is. Time is moving very weird. Yes. Continue. I'm just saying, I wake up every day, I play Animal Crossing, sometimes do something active, sometimes something creative. We've been pretty good on doing something active, though. Don't, don't, don't put yourself down. Pretty good. Yeah, today I played Just Dance. Normally we play Ring Fit, which has been a savior. Yeah, Ring Fit is really good. Uh, If if we're talking little likes, Ring Fit is absolutely such a great little thing. It it basically legitimizes exercise into a game. um, And it's super goofy and super stupid. uh, But it comes with like a full like metal tensor band. 
that you have to like push in or pull out and you can be pretty rough with this thing and like every time I use it too much I'm like oh am I gonna break it and it's like no push harder and I'm like oh I'm sorry yeah it's uh it can take a lot of weight and it's actually like a really good workout like I find it very exhausting after 10 minutes of playing it yeah which also because of our lifestyle which is very sedentary right now it makes sense but also like I don't know our lifestyle like Brennan and I we have jobs and stuff normally um we don't anymore right now but um but yeah normal like this normally is, we're, we're walking around yeah like this is this is a nice reprieve of that intermission because like like LCBO I crack out my whatever 6,000 steps I'm supposed to like that's like the minimum it's supposed to be like 10 grand if you're a regular human but we set our standards very low so like most phones and most like ticker what is that word athletic things are like yeah get 6,000 because we're all lazy and stupid um but yeah, I clock out like eight grand at the LCBO working like a five-hour shift. Yeah. Um, EB Games has been a little less, but like you as a teacher, you're all over the place. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's kind of sedentary because like you're in a classroom, but I mean, you walk around, you go up and down the stairs a lot. I am very forgetful, so I forget stuff downstairs, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have to go back <laughs> down. And then I do like, you know, I end up doing like laps of the school like a bunch of times throughout the day. So like there's a lot more walking now because we're just at home. It's nice to have the ring fit. Yeah, because, like, one of the things, too, is, like, um, each level, you have to run through it. And so you're jogging in place, running through things. You have the ring um, that if you push, you shoot out an air blast to destroy things. You pull it to kind of suck in items towards you. Um, you push you push it in, but aim it down so you can, like, jump over things. Yes. And you also have a band around your leg that tracks your yeah, leg so, movement. So, like, if you're walking upstairs, you have to do high... You have to do... Um, knee, lifts. knee lifts otherwise you, you're not walking upstairs and then then when you fight people you're doing squats and you're doing like um overhead press over, yeah overhead press or like there's a new one that we got which was you basically hold hold the ring like a bow and you pull it and that's the exercise you do like 20 times for each arm um there's one that they added that's literally like a plank well it is a plank but then you um, you make like a triangle shape with your pelvis. No, with, yeah, with your hips. Mm-hmm. So it's a plank, but then you triangle out, like, and that's your set. Yeah, it's like a dynamic plank. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, geez, I'm um, losing words. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing to do, and I I don't know if you know the R level that we have it on, but it comes in like thirty different. Like you can put your difficulty up to thirty. Oh, um, what's ours? We currently played at nineteen. Oh, that's not bad. I was really, I was really gonna cry if we were doing it at like five. No, because like we've been having kind of a rough time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not bad. Like, yeah. we're like, close to like the max difficulty. Like, we're eleven away. Like, I did have it at twenty. I boosted it down one because we were hadn't exercised in a while. Oh, okay. okay. But I only put it down by one, like before we yeah. even really started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. Anyway. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it, it's not supposed to make you feel bad. I would personally feel bad because, like, just even my body type, my body can do a lot. My lungs can't keep up. And, like, at, at the end of it, like, it's not my legs that are given out unless I'm doing, like, 100 squats throughout the thing, which you can physically, like, you might do in, like, 15 minutes. And it's like, holy Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, by the end of it, like, my, the, the, the force of me trying to breathe in and out is causing my chest to be tired more than like my legs and arms and that's usually what's killing me um so the fact that like we're actually at like almost 20 difficulty out of 30 it's like poof mm-hmm. we're yeah. we're, fl- we're breezing we're flying yeah it's not bad but yeah 
Um, we're like we said last week. We're doing our weekly Animal Crossing update. Yes, which is going to be a little bit longer this time, just because we have ma- mainly only been playing Animal Crossing. We've we've and... done some groundbreaking things. Yeah, we so... found out. Um, so. The Switch, when you start playing a game, it kind of tells you how many hours you've been playing, but it only gives out that definitive information after about two weeks. I think it's after 10 or 12 days, because I've been only playing for 12 days. Um, Since Melissa got it on March 20th, and then I got it the Monday afterwards, I believe, um, Melissa has played 130 hours as of this morning, and I have played 110. Thanks. Um, So anyway, we're... (laughs) We're fricked. And, uh, well, to be fair, I'm sure a lot of other people are in that same boat. 100%, yeah. We've been playing it a lot. Um, but I also feel like this is a... The table. I know, I'm sorry. That's okay. No one cares. Um, if you care, I'm sorry. Shut up. Um, I also think it's a great time to talk about, um, in our Animal Crossing update, to talk about, one, some things we like about it. That's obviously the point of the show. Two, to also give some like tips and things for people if they're playing... Um, I mean, I would love to think that our audience is large enough to have this uh, this um, information be impactful. Um, so I'm going to continue as if it were. Great. <laughs> um, that's what I was going to say. Um, so yeah, um, Animal Crossing New Horizons is a great game. Again, if you haven't been listening or this is your first time tuning in, it's a game where basically you're a little human on an island full of animal creature people. Yep. Um, and you start off with pretty much nothing. Everyone lives in a tent. Um, yeah, like the, the premise is that you came to this island. Uh, there's this gentleman named Tom Nook. He's a raccoon. And he has his two uh, nephews. They're Timmy and Tommy. It doesn't matter. Um, but like he kind of like upsold you on this package of this like desert deserted island getaway. And he was like, yeah, come to this island. Um, we, we got like fruit. We got food. And just like come live island lifestyle. So you move in with two other animals. You're the only human in the world, apparently. Um... But, um, yeah, no, I just wanted to give that preface. Yeah. Um, so some things that I've really been enjoying about it so far are um, the different villagers that I have. Um, because you kind of collect villagers as you go. I currently have at nine out of a total ten villagers that you can have. Yeah, there's um, like a hundred that you can get. Yes. But you so, can only have ten in your island. And Brendan and I have been... Um, Lucky lucky with the villagers there's some pretty wacky ones um the thing i will say is that i do really like the random generating systems of villagers coming to your island yes because one it's predictable like you know it's not predictable who you're gonna get but you know when you're gonna get them either they come and camp at your island or you go to an island and find them and it's just super fun to show up in the morning and go to an island and be like oh who Who is it who is it it's like an exciting like surprise of which villager are you gonna get and sometimes you get ones that you like really wanted or really looking forward to sometimes you get bared out we can't win them all yeah well you can win them all so so here's the deal yeah Um, i have a lot of great villagers yeah and like the the best part of that randomness of animal crossing is that like i'm getting villagers i never knew i wanted and I've looked at, like, there is a way to kind of, like, forcefully, not forcefully, but you can you can personally choose which villagers come to your island. Um, if you have amiibos. Yeah, if you have the amiibos or the amiibo cards that came out with the 3DS, it doesn't matter. Um, 
And I, like, I looked at them and I was like, oh, like, I, I pro- pretty much, I went through the list because I might do this later, who knows? Um, and I was like, okay, there's probably like a good five to like five or six that I would like want to bring in. But as I'm getting new people, um, aside from Berdo and Dobi or Dobby, it's, it's one B. So I'm saying Dobi. Aside from those two, Berdo 100%, Dobi, I just need to see what this person is like because he just seems like a crotchety old man, which I don't mind but I don't need that in my life. Berdo, absolutely not. Look up Berdo, you will be upset. Um, he's he's like he's like a rich dude as well. Like he's kind of pompous. Well, he's like, like a businessman. Thing- you see this house, he has no bed. He doesn't have a bed in his house, Melissa. He has a couch and a, and a business. And he has a desk and a typewriter and a clock, a yeah. standing clock behind him. This man- It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he's balding somehow for a bear and has the, to be fair, some of the best mutton chops I've ever seen and a mustache to boot. Um, yes. But everything else. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing that's like endearing about Animal Crossing villagers is that they're adorable and say cute things yes. and are silly. And when you have a villager that's like a businessman, it's like. Yeah, and like to be to be fair, because I know we're supposed to be talking about things we like. If I didn't have the option, I could absolutely like you in in Animal Crossing. You have the option to kind of kick people out of your island if you really don't vibe with them. If I didn't have the option to like pick an islander to come to live there, I pro I definitely be okay with Berdo. I w- I could live with that, and it would just be like the one sin we don't talk about in my island and you meet everybody and you're like who's that and i'll be like don't worry about them if you see someone outside just don't talk to them it's fine like berto is actually kind of all right but if i have the choice which i do i will change him yeah but like literally everybody else you have nine out of ten i have i have confirmed eight out of ten and of those eight like six of them 100% I love Berdo we are, we've already talked about him Do- Dobie is just this gray old wolf who's apparently cranky and, and lazy and I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine but it's like everybody else is so cute and endearing and they're amazing and it's just like I don't I don't want that I don't want he's messing up the vibe of the island yeah it's very fair I mean it's uh he's a spooky guy and, uh, it's not Lionel. Or... <laughs> not Lionel. <laughs> you should see. Uh, if well, if you're on Twitter or anything like that, even Instagram, there are a whole bunch of people. Um, pretty much everyone in the entire world is talking about Animal Crossing in their own regards, and like there are a lot of people being like, "What is this thing living on my island? How do I get rid of it?" Yeah, people have gone like really wild of like putting fences around those. People's, ha- yeah, people's just, houses and like just say, really like, warning and like danger and i'm sure they take them down but it's just it's just really funny to see this like really because normally the animal crossing community is super like forgiving and nice and, and like oh i love my villagers oh it's so like nice to you know be with other people and hang out and then you see these as soon as they get an ugly villager everything goes down yeah and it's like ugly is relative too i've seen some villagers that i find visually repulsive but it's like no their personality is really nice and it's like i don't mind i don't care about this berdo is just like a little bit of both yeah um anyways my my other thing that i really um enjoy just just on the sense because i think we talked about it last week um in terms of like doom and animal crossing coming out the same day um a lot of the 
like a lot of people that have like fast tracked or like really working hard i'm i play like a lot and i have specific goals but like if i don't make those goals it's like well, whatever it's animal crossing um and like a very trending opinion that i've seen on twitter a lot or like um reblogged on social media and whatnot is like for like doom fans being like oh you know take your time explore the world explore the levels find all the secrets like there's lots of them it's like have a good time and like the animal crossing perspective is always like what do you mean you don't have 10,000 bells already how do you not have every single building how do, iron ore. yeah how do you what what are you doing not already ascending god and and being the the literal deity of this island how dare you and it's very funny because the amount of people that have already played um, and are showcasing their islands online, like the amount of time and effort, it's like you have had to have time skipped. Yeah. There's no it's way. It's also like I know personally I've put in 130 hours and my village is nowhere near some yeah. of these other ones. And, and I'm like, I literally get up and play all day, save a few hours here or there. You know, to eat and use the bathroom maybe sleep. do our exercise and it's like it's not not it's not necessarily like a bad thing like if if you were much more efficient if i was much more efficient i'm sure we can like get close and nothing's wrong with time skipping to an extent i think it i personally think it kind of ruins the nature of the game the whole point of the game is to wait um and to have that relaxing moment um and if you like time skip if you start the game now and you're seeing everybody like having a party and you like time skip the first two days it's like whatever nobody cares if you time skip to have three billion be- three million bells like in a week it's like no no you want it you you don't want a game you want uh, like a what is that word and well you want an aesthetic generator because you want exactly to build exactly what you want rather than like going with the flow of animal crossing which being my first game i've already known like just in like in past history like what animal crossing is about so to have all these people really like get that aggressive about it it's like i didn't realize that this was the culture in some of the <laughs> of the uh, the community yeah well, because it is, like, you know, you feel a little bit of pressure to, like, get things moving because it does take so long to get things done. Yeah, so and you see your you neighbors online. Yeah, and if you don't get, like, enough bells um, in a day to fund your, like, house or to fund, like, the next project... Then, then you still have to wait that extra day because... Yeah. You, yeah, so, I do understand. So it's the waiting thing that I think really um, pushes people. But I think in general, it's, like super fun game i mean even when you go and talk to tom nook there's an option to say what should i do next and oftentimes he'll give you like the next sort of quest marker as much as there's quests in animal crossing yeah it's like well if you want to progress a bit of your if you wanted to progress development specifically like you can you can do your own thing for weeks and be fine but if you want to progress like new things coming into your island then you're like yeah what do i do and he's like oh maybe you should do this yeah but if you sort of get to the point where you've done most of the stuff um and it's just a waiting game um tom nook is just like i don't know what you should do you should go out and just live your best life and like you've already done so much for the community like you've already done a lot so i don't want to ask you to do anything else and it's just nice because that's the purpose of the game is just to enjoy yourself and take your time and and do things that you like to do in the game whether that be fishing or catching bugs planting flowers um it's all pretty like routine based like you just do your tasks and that's that but um 
yeah, it's a really fun game. Um, there's a lot of room to grow and to do new stuff, and I think that's a really um, special thing about it. Yeah. Where, where, what are you up to in your island? Um, currently, I just um, basically sort of beat the game as much as you can beat. Yeah, you got you you got the credits. I didn't know that that would a that was a thing, and b it's been 130 hours, so it's like that's fair. But I didn't know you would get there so quickly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when you beat the game. I'm saying beat very loosely because you can never really beat Animal Crossing. Yeah. There's always new events and new things to do, so you never really finish it. But um, when I got K.K. Slider to come to my town, who is basically like the singer guy who does all the music, um, that's sort of like the end of your Animal Crossing journey. Once you do that, you get like this island um, sort of like terraforming set. You get to create rivers and change cliffs and make paths so i barely did anything on my island today that i normally do um which yes is as soon as like, you got that power i've never like i was i was a little uncomfortable playing beside you because like you were you were so annoyed at all the things that you now kind of imposed upon yourself and you were very grumpy about it and i was like oh it's not a bad thing. I don't. I don't want to paint you in a bad light. But I was like, I was like, I've never seen you play this game like this. I'm very scared. Well, it's just too much power, and I am very bad at making decisions. So it's and it's, it's a- hard to do all of this work and then be like, oh, maybe I don't want my island to look like that, or like it's hard to have a vision once you're given all this power. Also, mm-hmm. so anyway, I'm not like. Yeah, but anyway, I took a break from it, and I think I'm ready to go back, but, um... Which I'm very glad for. Yeah, the terraforming thing is really cool, though. It's a really cool system. Um, you can do a lot of neat things. Um, I made a sweet waterfall retreat in my backyard. It's so good. It's pretty sweet. Like, uh, I'll, when I get that power, I think I'll probably get it in, like, two or three days. Um, I'm literally just excited to kind of, like, flatten or, like add certain land masses to corners just so I can fit fences properly and like fit bridges properly but like other than that I don't I don't think I'm going to go hog wild like you are you had a specific vision for your house and I think that was super neat and once you were given that because I knew about that power wholeheartedly and you kind of like were trying to stay away from those spoilers if that you could call it that um but it's like yeah no to see you so like adamant about this it was very exciting too because like i could see exactly what you wanted you were like having problems trying to like space it out um because like the the way the world works you have to like fit within those rules and you're like no i want this i want the waterfall to be here why can't this be center it was very it was very fun and a very like please don't hurt me (laughs) kind of way um yeah it's uh yeah, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's the way of the world of the game. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing, great game. Yeah. Um, I've been having a lot of fun in my town doing that. I still need to go to a Nook Miles tour today so I can get my last villager. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, okay. Haven't. I've been kind of like putting it off a little bit mm. um, because I'm, but I'm intrigued to see who I'll get. Because like if you I'll get someone real bad, if you get like... 
because we know of Lionel. Who, there was like there's a there's a couple frogs that like one frog deep ha- yeah like one frog her lips are too big um one frog i know has like buck wild eyes um the one thing good thing is is that like you if you don't talk to the people you don't have to invite them yeah so like you can you can look at them and then talk to them to get like a bit of their personality and then the second time that you talk to them it's like <coughs> excuse me you're almost forced to invite them yeah um so you do have that option as well um but yeah, no, it's that's that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think in my town, I've just relocated my house um, because once I realized the placement, I placed my museum in a very weird spot, um, and when it first went up, I was like, oh, I've I've screwed this. I don't know what I'll be able to change that. But um, as houses started going down, I don't I don't really mind the placement of the houses. Um, they're all scattered out and I know a lot of people have like built like proper communities or like the house is all in a line and like you do you but I don't I think it's fun to have like everybody kind of scattered about and like there are a couple people that are neighbors and there are people that like are just living kind of like on their own and I think it's very neat one person I like gated off like a very small sliver of land but they're right in front of the beach so it's like yeah you don't get like a, a yard because you have beachfront property while Louis is over in the corner off on his own but like I gave him like a like he has so much room in front of him and it's just it's very neat to kind of think of these like arbitrary rules that you you kind of impose upon yourself it's like yeah this person everybody gets an apple tree that's my native fruit everybody has an apple tree in their yard yeah they all got flowers I'm putting flowers in front of everybody um but yeah I think that's. I think that, that should be enough about Animal Crossing. I think we talked about Animal Crossing a lot. Yeah, for it's... for half more than half of this episode. Yes. Well, so, what is our actual thing? What is your thing? I think I went first last time. My thing is something that I don't know how long I can talk about it for. What does that mean? We'll see. Like you don't Speaking have. Speaking of businessmen. Huh? My thing. Hey, <laughs> huh? Bairdo is a businessman. Yeah. We talked about him for a while. Speaking of businessmen, my thing that I like today is Steve Castle, the businessman slash 80s guy from Futurama. Hell yes. Keep so, on <laughs> living your life. <laughs> um. So this is a very, very specific thing from Futurama, only in one episode. Single episode. I'm, I've watched the entirety of Futurama. I'm pretty sure there's been maybe one reference to this guy in one episode. Like, it's never been any kind of reoccurring. Yeah. So basically, the premise of Futurama is that Fry, the main character, he's a pizza delivery guy. He goes and delivers a pizza to this building and basically falls into a cryogenic chamber and gets frozen for a thousand thousand years. years. Because it's the year 3000. Right. And that's in the year 2000 on New Year's. He gets frozen. And then he wakes up in the year 3000. Um, So then it's just him, like, trying to get used to being in the future and whatever. Um, Steve Castle is a businessman who cryogenically froze himself in the 80s, 1980s, um, because he suffered from a condition called bonitis, which was a deadly disease. He wakes up around a thousand years later, sort of, I guess, but after the time that 
Fry wakes yeah. up, so a little bit more than a thousand years. He wakes up also from his cryogenic sleep. Um, his whole goal is to find a cure for Bonitis, but um, he ends up instead um, becoming the chief executive officer of Planet Express. So he just like quickly becomes yeah. the CEO. And Planet- CFO. No, CEO, sorry. CEO, yeah. I thought you said that. that no, please continue. I'm, I'm stupid. Um, you're not, but I will continue. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so he quickly becomes the CEO of Planet Express, and Planet Express is basically the delivery company that Fry works for, along with the other crew, um, Layla... Layla? Leela. Leela. Oh my gosh. I have not watched the show in so long. And for some reason, I just could not think of what her name was. Leela and Bender and, you know, the classic crew. Sorry, who else is in the crew? Zoidberg? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're the, like, Leela. <laughs> Leela, Fry, and Bender are, like, the main crew. No, There's I know. also, um, Mimi? her name i think so So to be fair Hermes, yeah professor farnsworth farnsworth yes that's like the class i don't think her name is mimi it's not that's fair i don't remember these no things. no no. i was gonna 100 percent say i also i couldn't remember hermes i knew everybody else except for now this the the, the girl um but i mean that's the thing about shows like this is that i've watched the entire thing i watch episodes multiple times but this one character has always stuck in my mind for some reason oh for good reason for good reason um you can't forget scruffy yeah well (laughs) um yeah so he becomes the ceo of planet express by basically applying his 1980s wall street-esque business style He's a horrible man. He's a horrible person. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Amy, um, Amy. You had, Amy. The, you, you had the me. Yeah, Amy, that's it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, he ends up growing the company large enough through all of the stuff that he's able to do throughout the episode to become a threat to the other dominant delivery company in the show, um, Mom Corp or Mom's Friendly Delivery Company, which is comes up a lot yeah, in yeah. the show. Um, Mom is such a good character, too. Mom's a really good character. Um, basically, Steve negotiates a merger with Mom, which a lot of people get like upset about um, because Planet Express was its own, like, you know, smaller company, and then all this stuff happens, and Steve, like, starts doing all this stuff, and they're like, what is happening? Like, it all happens, like, super fast, just because he's, like, this 80s guy. Um, (laughs) But the best part about it is, is that, like, the whole thing, he's, the whole time, he's like, I came back, I froze myself from the 80s to cure my bonitis. Okay, um, and right when they're at this like merger meeting and it's like a press conference type of thing, he starts he <laughs> he starts moving in a way that is only that is only, he starts crumpling. Crumpling, his bones are like sh- his body is like contorting in the weirdest ways. Like if you look up the scene of um, the '80s guy from Futurama. Um, you'll, you'll find 80s it. guy from Futurama Death. Yeah, like you'll you'll, you'll find absolutely it. find it. Um, basically, his bone he starts contorting in all these weird ways. His head starts going one way. His arms sticking out in a very unnatural way. Yeah, like all the all the joints bend backwards and whatnot. All his fingers start going. 
Yeah. Um, and he's just like, was too busy being an 80s guy to find a cure for bonitis. Actual line from the show. Um, but the best line of the episode is, my only regret was that I had bonitis. And <laughs> he did so many despicable things. And that's like the last thing he says. Yeah. And he says it like, my only regret was that I had bonitis. And then he dies. Um, Which is like the best punchline because he came, he was in the future. They had a cure. He was just so... Probably. You're right, probably. But he was just so driven with his like 80s corporate mentality and like everything has to be fast and hard and and I'm I'm a I'm a dude I'm a white dude that's in charge of this company now. Yeah. Um, and that he just didn't do it. He didn't cure it. Like a jerk. Yeah. Um so it's wild. And some other things that are fun about it is that one, um, Brendan used to constantly say my only regret, like all the time. Like just, it was just like a phrase he used a lot. Like he'd be like, yeah, you, oh. and you literally trained me out of it. Yeah. Because every <laughs> single time he'd say my only regret, he'd be like, oh, my only regret was that I didn't see this one thing. Or, oh, my only regret was this. And I'd always like, but I would pause. No, I would always butt in and he, yeah, he would pause and be like, oh, my only regret is, and then I would just say bonitis, like so fast. But it was so good. It was so good. I never, I never regretted it. But then he just stopped saying my only regret. Like you'd never say that anymore. I do sometimes. You barely do. I know. If you said it, I would know it. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He, he basically stopped saying it, so it kind of ruined that joke. But that was, like, a really long-going joke between us um, for a long time. Just because that episode has such, like, a lingering impact on me. Because it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. It was so the ending. Because the whole time he's talking about bonitis. And you're like, what the frick is bonitis? Like, that's a made-up thing. And then he just, like, starts contorting. <laughs> he just dies. And he just dies. <laughs> and you're like, what? What is this? It's, like, an incredible... Um, like twist ending like if you it's not even a twist it's just like oh you guys told us this is how you told us what boninus is yeah yeah anyway well and it's it's like 100 like i i remember watching that episode i never thought that he would just die from it it was just like yeah i just i got boninus and i'm here on the 3000 whatever year it's like it's great and I was like, cool, whatever, throwaway disease. Yeah. Obviously, as an adult, I would probably look at that in a different lens. But when I saw that, I was like, yeah, of course. Nobody cares about bonitis except when he died. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's just hilarious. It's just good. It's so it's good. It's really good. I was actually dressed up as him for a fan expo last year. And somebody, year. somebody recognized no, two you. Two years ago. And then you bought, because somebody recognized you because you were, they had a painting of the 80s guy. And no, I bought that the year before. Oh. Or two years. I thought, I thought it was the same time. No. no, you recognized it. And then they were like, yeah, nobody gets it. You should buy it. It's fate. Yeah. And then you did dress up as them. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That was separate occasions, but yes. I don't think anyone really recognized me, but as soon as I told some people, yeah. they were like, oh, that's so good. No, the best was when we were walking by some people and somebody was trying to place you, but they thought you were from some kind of anime and they were yeah. like, they were like well, they listing off names. Phoenix Wright, attorney. Yeah, no, but there was, wasn't there that one person that was like, oh, I know it. I know it. Just don't tell me. Oh, don't yeah, tell yeah, me. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. wait. I got it. There I got it. There's all these people that I did not know. Yeah. And it, and it was just like. Let me let me end this. Let me yeah. end this for you. I'm so sorry. But it was really fun. And because we might not get to go to Fan Expo this year, 
I yeah. wanted to talk about it because Fan Expo is fun and I like dressing up. And being the 80s guy was a pretty cool costume. Um, fun to be. Yeah. But yeah, that's my thing. Um, it's very niche, but uh, if you ever look up that episode or watch it, it's a good episode. It's a fun character. He's horrible, but also you know he dies now. So. Well, it's you're about what like 10 years like th- there's no there's no statu- statutory no i'm just saying like if you hate him as a character you know he dies so oh that's good yeah that's all i'm saying um yeah but also futurama is a good show in general yeah um, if anything i would do like a I, I would do a whole thing on futurama but like you know that's not my thing today what is your thing my thing it's Donkey Kong 64. This is the game. So, Donkey Kong... DK! Donkey Kong! No, you gotta do the, the, the middle part. Sorry. Because, like, DK... Because he's, like, scratching the record or some nonsense. Right. Donkey... I absolutely... You, you know the DK rap, right? No. He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. He's finally back to kick some tail. His coconut guns, they fire... No, 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 no. I'm mixing Diddy Kong now. Because it's... Yes. Just keep going. Fire and spurts when he shoots ya. It's gonna hurt. DK. Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, so Donkey Kong 64. Okay, if you've never heard that rap, please do yourself a favor. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm not going to cut it in because I want to talk more. And then because we'll cut in like whatever song I'm going to play at the end. Um, But yeah, you have to. It's so good. And the... the, the (laughs) Because like there's a whole part in it where um, the singer's like, come on, Cranky, break it down for us. And then they have like a rap breakdown where they're just like... Walnuts, peanuts, pineapple smells, grapes, melons, oranges, and coconut shells. Oh yeah, and it's just so great. This this game is one of my favorite games. If they ever remade it, I would lose my mind. But um, it was made by the company Rare, which kind of like. <laughs> so the company Rare, they 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 were mixed up with Nintendo, so they did a whole bunch of things, and then Microsoft bought the license. So all, a lot of the Nintendo properties that Rare did don't really transfer over, which is a huge thing. Anyways, Donkey Kong 64, it came out, what, 1999. I'm pretty sure we got it close to when it came out. Um, it was like a 3D platformer where you get to play as Donkey Kong, um, Diddy Kong, Daisy Kong, Lanky Kong, and Chunky Kong. And let me tell you, it was so fun being all these different characters because every character felt so unique. Donkey Kong was so great. Um, he was just big and, well, he's Donkey Kong. And he, he straight up had a coconut gun. He shot coconuts at people. Um, and all of his moves were, like, big and sweeping. Uh, Diddy Kong was very small and he had, like, very quick, short attacks. He had his peanut guns. Um, Tiny Kong. What was her gun? Um, I think she shot... I don't remember what Tiny Kong shot. So Tiny Kong was some cousin or something. I don't know. They're all family. Um, but she had uh, pigtails that she Hence like. the surname Kong. Exactly. Um, yeah. So her her whole thing was that she was small too, um, and she like she would her hair would twirl. So like when she got her special ability, she would jump up and then she can like fly places or glide places. Lanky Kong was such a buffoon. He was so great. Um, 
he, he's, a, he's an orangutan, but his whole powers were based on like the fact that he, because he's so lanky, he just stretches. So his punches would stretch out. Um, it was it was amazing. He would walk on his hands, and because he would walk on his hands, he could like walk up like very steep cliffs and stuff like that. It was a whole thing. Um, and Chunky Kong was my favorite. Chunky Kong. Chunky Kong. Yeah, he was literally the biggest and literally the strongest. I'm actually probably gonna cut this song in. I'm gonna look it up just so I know how long it is. So when I like cut it in, it's gonna be great. Uh, so Chunky Kong, he's literally the the strongest, but he's scared of everything. Like he's he's such like he's, he's such a timid he's a person. Shy boy. Yeah, he's such a timid person. He shot uh, pineapple rockets. Um, his power would that he he would grow like literally ten times in size. So whenever you use his, they, oh, you all had special powers as well. Um, they were powered by crystal coconuts, which was a whole, whole other thing. Cranky Kong was there. He would always give you special powers too. It was a whole thing. Um, I love it all. So I can't remember what Donkey Kong's special power was. Um, so three minutes. I'll make sure I can fit three minutes in here. Uh, um, Tiny Kong, she would literally shrink. That was her power. Um, Diddy Kong would have like a barrel jetpack, and that's kind of that's in Smash Brothers now as well. Um, Lanky, I can't remember what Lanky Kong did. I think he would run really fast on his hands, so he can like really get places that you're not supposed to go. And yeah, Chunky would turn 10 times, 10 times as large and then be able to just smash objects that are like, that's not supposed to smash. Um, so the whole premise of the game is that, like, I don't know what it is about Donkey Kong and I love Donkey Kong so much and I've only played the one game. Gorilla. Yes. Unrestrained Gorilla Front. But... <laughs> um, it's also the butt animation, I think. <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> so... The whole game, I don't know why. So Donkey Kong is like being threatened always by the Kremlings. They're the reptile race, and King K. Rule is the leader of them. Um, and I can't remember what it is. I think King K. Rule just like was messing up Donkey Kong's life, and he he took all the golden bananas, like Donkey Kong's hoard. And Donkey Kong goes to his hoard, and he finds all those bananas gone. And he's like, bro, what the hell? And that's the game. It's just like, yo, King K. Rule stole your bananas? Go get them back. And it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Guy stole my bananas. Get those bananas. That's literally it. It's amazing. I don't know why. It's so great. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the whole purpose of the game. Oh, and he also... Did you get your bananas back? You do. There's actually... Also, like, it's like, what does a reptile person do with bananas? I don't know. Um, but do you know King K. Rule's Final Smash and the new Smash Brothers? The recent Smash Brothers? That's Okay. So King, so King K. Rule's final smash in the new Smash Brothers is literally from Donkey Kong 64. Um, if you ever die in Donkey Kong 64 uh, or or fail something, um, it cuts to King K. Rule in his castle. He he has like a boat castle um, that he kind of like he drives up. He he yeah he uh, drives up close to your Donkey Kong Island. Was just I think is in the shape of Donkey Kong's head, but it doesn't matter. I um, mean he has a gun in like a ray gun in the mouth. Of, of oh King K rule ship sorry is in the shape of King K rule let's not let's not go over that um, and there's a gun like a ray gun in King K rule's mouth and if you die in this game it'll cut to a cutscene where King K rule is sitting in his chair laughing about how he took out Donkey Kong and then like laugh press a button and then he'll destroy the Donkey Kong Island 
uh, in the final Smash in Super Smash Brothers for King K. Rule is that what, if he hits you, um, you get launched onto Donkey Kong Island where he then jumps into his chair, smashes the button, and it, it's it's so great. That's fun. That's why he was like one of my favorite characters when he came to Smash Brothers. I was so excited. He's like, of the few, I don't have any Smash Brothers amiibos except for like the ones that I really enjoy. I got all the Legend of Zelda ones because it's Legend of Zelda. I have the Donkey Kong ones because I actually really love Donkey Kong and I got King K. Rule because I was like, hell yes. I also got Incineroar and Squirtle because they're really nice Pokemon. Um, but I don't think I really have any other like Smash Brothers amiibos. King K. Anyway, I love King K. Rule. I love Donkey Kong. It's a whole thing. Donkey Kong 64, it was just buck wild. It was like, it was such, it was such a fresh entry for N64 like um, open world adventure games um, and it was it's what's um, designated as Metroidvania style games. Metroidvania is 2D scroller um, you would explore a world, you'd get a new power and then you'd go back to an area where you're like oh I've seen what this power interacts with, I know that I can access levels there. Excuse me and that's how I'm describing this except it's open world relatively it was like 3D, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a, yeah, it's just like 3D action adventure puzzle game. Lots of great puzzles, um, and like the platforming wasn't too bad. Most games ba- way back then, like the camera work was always shoddy, so you like you kind of had to like hope and pray when you took a couple jumps. Um, but yeah, no, it was just super fun. It's part of the challenge, right? Yeah, like, and that's pretty much it. Um, but no, it was just like amazingly fun. One of the things that I forgot to say is that King K. Rule, in stealing Donkey Kong's banana horde, also stole all of his family. <laughs> so part of the game is unlocking the characters, which was huge. Like this opened my brain to video games that like allowed you to do this. And I'm sure I've missed out on so many that also do this, but this was my first entry into that where like you started with Donkey Kong and you're like, you go to the first area, you have no idea what's going on. You, can't, you don't even have your gun yet because Cranky has to give it to you. Um, and yeah, no, you you find Diddy Kong locked up and you're like, oh, I got to break him out. And then like, aside from getting all your bananas, it's like, no, I want to f- save all these family. I want to get all these unlockables and, and everything. It was just, it's so fun. And like thinking back onto this game, it's so great. Um, what are we at? 55, cool. I'm going to uh, play, yeah, I'm going to play the Donkey Kong rap right now i'm gonna i'm gonna shove it in there um so we'll we'll dk (laughs) donkey kong so i'm gonna cut that in um and then yeah i'll i'll continue afterwards Thank you. 
good i'm so excited i'm like it's just so yeah they all had instruments as well which was like it was just nonsense donkey kong had his drums i think diddy kong had his guitar um i know i know uh chunky had a triangle Mm -hmm. it was just it was so great it's very cute it's very worth the watch for the dancing alone and the animation um but also the video has words so you can sing along yeah it's amazing karaoke style which, you know, in quarantine, fun activity to do with the whole family. Exactly. If I honestly implore you, look up that just Donkey Kong rap. You'll find it. It is so good to watch. Um, DK. Donkey Kong. <laughs> but that, like, that was always part of it. You had to do like the, the weird like guitar riff record scratch thing. Um, but yeah, no, I just really like Donkey Kong. And it was because of this game. I've never... I've played some of the old Donkey Kongs. I, I emulated the SNES before um, when I was much younger. And I played through some of the Donkey Kong countries on that. And they're really fun. Um, and it's just like, you're just this big gorilla barreling through dudes. And it's so fun. And even the newest one on the... Um, it was for the Wii. And then it came to the Wii U. And it's on the Switch. It's the exact same game that they've got managed to get away with selling at $80 each time. Which is unbelievable. Um, it's Donkey Kong's Tropical Freeze. Um, it's it's a 2D uh, Donkey Kong, um, but it's still super fun. I had it for a short period of time, but I was playing other games, and it was in, within like two weeks, so I used that money to get something else that I was like super into. Um, but it, it's like if they don't make another Donkey Kong game, I will absolutely get Donkey Kong's Tropical Freeze again. It's so fun, um, and it's just it was just it was just a good time. Um, but yeah, no, that Donkey Kong 64, Donkey Kong in general, King K. Rule. Oh, um, one of the uh, my other favorite things about the whole Donkey Kong game is that there was a lot of weird mini games in it as well. Um, there was an arcade machine that had the original like 1980s Donkey Kong arcade machine that you would have to actually beat. 
um, in like one succession because those games are infinite because they're arcade but you'd have to like get through three levels um, to actually progress you would need to be good enough you need to beat this arcade game uh, and there there was this like other astronaut game or or I can't remember what it what it was it was like it was astronaut or it was it was I'll, I'll look it up I don't know um, I'm sure you'll figure it out if you look up this game too but it was like necessary to beat these games but then they added like they made the arcade games more difficult and then you if you wanted to like 100% the game you'd have to be like perfect at beating these games and playing these arcade games on an N64 controller was rough stuff let me tell you um, some of the fights with King K. Rool uh, it would turn into like a boxing match you would literally have to box King K. Rool he would become giant uh, like he would have a hole in his shoe and when you like knocked him with one Kong you'd have to turn into tiny Kong and shrink down and then beat up his toe it was like a whole, it was so, the whole game was so whimsical and it was so silly. Um, and like, I never hated anybody. Like all the Kremlins, I never hated. They were just like, they were so goofy. And that's why I fell in love with King K. Rool when he became, uh, when he came in Smash. And because literally everything that he did in Smash Brothers was a reference to um, uh, Donkey Kong 64. Except for his, his, his propeller pack. I think that's from a different game. Um, but yeah, no. Donkey Kong 64, if you can ever play it in any capacity, but like buy the cartridge, emulate it, I don't care. It is such a good game. I I, I can't, like, I, I want to play it so badly, but I do not want to dig out my N64. Um, but yeah, no, Donkey Kong 64, it's very good. That's awesome. Also, I'm glad we got to listen to that rap again because it's a sweet rap. I haven't heard it in a long time. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. One more time? No. Nuts, peanuts, pineapple smells, grapes, melons, oranges, and coconut shells. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be saying DK Donkey Kong all day. Good. It's like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's like this, it's like that primal urge when I like something. It's just like, there's everything about it. I've never been upset with a Donkey Kong game. They've actually been like realistically like far too difficult for children's games relatively and it's like yeah i don't care i'll i'll die 20 times on a level if i got it this is nuts i'm having such a good time anyways we're getting close to the end of our show i'm gonna have to play that short song again by luca or if i could find us or shorter song we'll see what it is um thanks for listening thanks for listening staying safe staying, staying safe. inside staying sane yes it's a huge thing thank washing you washing your hands absolutely making sure you wash yourself take care of yourself make like make yourself look nice if you want uh, but you should because you'll make yourself feel better um thanks matt as always matt campbell for providing us our bracket back back background music back brick yep um if if I play Luca, if I don't, whatever. Thanks to Jim Parrott as well for all the lovely things that you do, and thank you yes, so much. Thank you so much. Uh, and goodbye. Bye.